Welcome to the Ask Zach Show. I'm your host, Zach Childs. I've spent the last 30 years working in the music industry here in Nashville, Tennessee, during which I've done everything from touring with major artists like Brad Paisley and Carrie Underwood to playing the nastiest dive bars or even the occasional wedding. This show is all about barreling down the rabbit hole on all things guitar and the music we love. We will cover the legendary players, gear insights, and even some interviews along the way. I hope you enjoy. To support the show, follow the links in the description to find out about my Patreon page. Or go to my store at AskZach.com to pick up a coffee mug or t-shirt. Now, let's dive in. Welcome to another Ask Zach. Today we're going to talk about roots, rhythm, guitar styles in the style of uh, Ry Cooter and Keith Richards and uh, some Jimmy Vaughn and uh, you know all sort and Chuck Berry and uh, Jesse Ed Davis. And partially because I got chastised a bit for not doing more playing and more lesson in the uh, Jesse Ed Davis. So again, but this is all focusing on uh, rhythm guitar. So. If you've been enjoying the episodes and you haven't subscribed yet, please go down in the corner and hit the subscribe button. Also, uh, if you've already subscribed, then uh, please go to askzack.com and there's a store there and you can pick up a t-shirt or a mug or a sticker or there's tip jar information uh, in the description on the video and I appreciate your help. That's what keeps the show going. So, thanks. All right, so last year I did one on uh, country electric rhythm guitar Got lots of positive comments and guys even saying, you know, they took those, you know, kind of licks and tricks and used them, uh, you know, on the gig and they were appreciative and said, please do another one on rhythm guitar. And, uh, you know, thinking about it, it's like we, we play rhythm guitar so much. That's what we're really called on to do. And soloing is only a small part of what we do, you know, when we're gigging. So this is so, you know, kind of as a contrast to the uh, country electric, this is more of a roots, you know, roots rock, you know, R&B blues, you know, kind of, you know, rhythm playing and, and some tricks in doing that. So uh, the first thing I was playing was kind of a, uh, I get, you know, kind of a Rye Cooter, you know, Keith Richards more kind of rhythm. Again, not trying to ape them, you know, uh, or mimic them, but just kind of more in that vein. And uh, again, to address it, you know, Ry Cooter kind of had this rhythm guitar style that Keith Richards, you know, kind of borrowed and uh, took in a, 
a different direction, did a lot of cool things with it, with the open tuning and the, and the chord shapes and everything. So this is just a way of doing that kind of thing with just standard tuning and kind of, you know, because you know, a lot of people will do this, you know. I'm going to turn the uh, tremola or tremolo off for this. So I'm playing in the key of B. And uh, I'm basically, you know, using a, uh, you know, kind of a G shape, if you think of, you know, capoed up. And my pinky is playing this on the low E string on the seventh fret. Then I'm barring across, uh, covering the, the B, G, and D strings with my first finger. And I'm muting the fifth string, the A string. And then, uh, so you get this kind of thing. Then you uh, hammer on with your uh, third finger, you know, on the, uh, on the sixth fret and on the D string. And so you get this kind of thing. And you can mute it as much as you want or play it as open as you want. Uh, just don't play the high E string because then you kind of get, you get, you get that kind of, uh, you know, B6 uh, sound. So you might not want to do that unless you want that. Uh, the other thing you can do is you can take this um, second finger on the B string on the fifth fret and you can get really that kind of, you know, Rye Cooter, Keith Richards kind of thing. And I think it sounds more effective when you, you kind of just have it where you're kind of doing that rocking thing back and forth and then you, you do the full stab with the whole chordal, you know, thing you know only at certain you know kind of parts in the song when maybe there's no one when there's not a vocal or something like that so it kind of is more effective so again okay so that's you know and then over the the four chord which was an e just playing over the uh, e a and d string Nothing, no, no rocket science there. Uh, then back to the B. I was playing this one lick. And that's just uh, F sharp, A, B, F sharp, A, B, and then back to that A and sliding it up. Yeah, you can keep using it for all the, the chord changes. Uh, then things get a little more interesting when you play over the F sharp. Uh, because after that, I go to a first inversion E chord, which is this. Which, you know, when you hear that, you don't think, oh, that's, that's just an E chord. But no, that's a first inversion E chord. And, that's, and what's happening is, is you're getting this sound of the bass notes walking up. By having by having that you know F sharp first inversion E which is just and again I'm I'm muting the A string and that's you know your third finger is on the you know on the fourth fret your uh, first finger is on the second fret on the D string and your pinky 
is on the G string on the fourth fret. And you, know, you just mute that A string and you don't play the other string so you get this thing. That's just an A chord. And then play the lick again. So there's one idea for any kind of stonesy kind of thing or all sorts of things where you can kind of, you know, have that kind of groove, you know, whether it's at faster or slower tempos. And I like to use the tremolo, you know, on that some. So I mean, I'm just plugged straight into the amp today. Just got the 57 Esquire. Uh, just kind of a, a side note, I'm using um, 10 through 46 right now because they feel really good on this guitar and it's the NY XLs. I'm just plugged straight into the amp uh, 65 deluxe reverb with a vintage 30. That's my us usual rig besides the Harvard. Uh, so let's let's go to uh, another rhythm guitar style. And this, I don't know exactly where this came from, but I think it came from me uh, trying to play like Jimmy Vaughn. I love the T-Birds, and uh, and I think growing up in South Texas and in hearing the t-birds a lot you know it was just kind of hard not to be affected and and i think jimmy vaughn's rhythm and such and i'm not saying i can play like him at by any means just his his rhythm guitar you know really really you know really th thrilled me so this is just me kind of trying to play in a jimmy vaughn type uh, rhythm thing so this is just in the key of a and i'll give you the the chord shape so um so you're just using one finger on the D string in the second fret, and we're just uh, covering the, the fifth string through the first string, so you have this. Which is an A9, because you have your flat seven you know, on the uh, G string, and then you have that open B, which is your nine, so, so that's a you know, regular A9 chord. Uh, so this, this uh, here it is, so. What you're trying to achieve is a little bit of a loping kind of feel. We get this. you just move that around by barring and you know of course here's your D shape and your E shape okay so that's one here's another variation of what I think of as kind of a Jimmy Vaughn style and and this you kind of have what I would call you know kind of a, a, a horn hit um, so and you play it a little straighter and you can even use it a variation on the on the first one in the same song so that really gives it 
uh, you know, that, that kind of horn hit kind of thing. And, uh, and that's very effective. And it, and it sounds really good if you play the, you know, the, the straight, this, you know, the first part, you know, kind of softer, and then you do the horn part louder. So. That kind of thing. Uh, a third variation would be to take it full on into kind of more of a boogie line. effective is that you know, you're getting that that flat seven right there that open G string or even when you're playing up here you it's that clash that really gives it you know something special all right so that's uh, that's uh, Jimmy now for uh, for Jesse Davis I'm going to kind of get back to something that I talked, I've talked about with like Danny Gatton and such. And, uh, and that's what, uh, Jesse Ed was doing like on bacon fat and some of the slower blues tunes he played with Taj Mahal. And it goes back to this whole two note wonder stuff that, uh, you know, I guess Jesse Ed is probably some of the earliest stuff that I've heard that on, you know, of course, cause I kind of learned it from Danny Gatton who of course did it later as far as I know, but uh, Jesse had a, a really, you know, so if you take something like bacon fat, you can get that. So you have that kind of, which is, which is, you know, bass note, which I'm playing with my thumb, I'm getting we're in the key of C here, and then you've got these two. And then. Just moving those two notes around and then knowing whether you're playing your bass note on your sixth string or your fifth string because you know here you know for C of course you but then when you go to an F but you're just moving these now the best part on that bacon fat is when he 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 walks down to uh, you know the sixth chord and uh, and he's just using this shape, and this is this is gold. This is this is Jesse Ed Davis gold. So it's <laughs> so you have and just taking it down two frets. So you get that uh, you get that F note. Um, you know, on the, uh, which just really makes it sound more interesting. And then you move it down again. Well, that's just a D, you know, a D9. But then you move it down again and you get, uh, and you get an augmented G chord. So an augmented five. So here, D9, and then here's your G augmented. 
I think it sounds more effective if you do it with picking fingers, but again. So there is some solid gold from, uh, from Jesse Ed, and he would use a lot of those, you know, shapes where he's playing a bass note on the, you know, fifth or sixth strings, and then using, again, that two-note wonder, which... That's kind of going away from bacon fat, but... Um, yeah, and just using those things, taking them up chromatically a note and back down, you know, adding tension, just killer, killer things. And the Taj Mahal albums are, are really good for hearing, you know, Jesse Ed because the there's it's kind of stripped down instrumentation. And so, yes, Bacon Fat's great, but in any of the tunes, you know, because you, you hear a lot of his guitar, because usually... Uh, Taj Mahal is usually playing like resonator guitar or banjo or something else like that. And uh, Jesse Ed's usually playing the telly and it's either straight in or maybe through a Leslie and uh, it just sounds awesome. So there's a little bit of a uh, little bit more Jesse Ed Davis for you guys because you can't get enough uh, Jesse Ed Davis. So, all right, guys, well, I hope you enjoyed this episode and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Ask Zach podcast. If you want to dive deeper, check out my website, askzach.com, to find more articles and further info on each episode. And remember, it is the support from you, the listener, that keeps the show going. Thank you, friends.